Let's talk some motorsport now. Uh, Lightning Luke King, the champion race car driver in both the Toyota 86 Series and also the TCR Australia Series, joins us. Uh, Lightning, good morning, mate. And practice two, practice session number two last night for the Turkish Grand Prix. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Hi, Jeff, Steve and, uh, and Butte. It was an uh, interesting practice session last night. We're at, uh, we're at Turkey, as you said, Steve. Um, it's a it's a track where we had uh, a lot of issues last year. They resurfaced the the track, so um, it threw up quite a few uh, challenges for the teams last year, and it's, it's no different this year. Um, they've gone about seven seconds quicker on lap times Oof. this year, just with the the differences in in how the uh, the asphalt has has changed. So uh, it's going to be quite an interesting weekend. And Luke, I mean, Hamilton, from what I can see, he finished the fastest in practice number two. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so he was actually fastest in both practice sessions. Um, our own Danny Ricardo, I think, is probably going to have a bit of a, a struggle this weekend. I'm, I'm a bit concerned about Daniel. I know we had that win in, in Monza, but he's been consistently half a second off Lando, his teammate, this weekend. Um, and over a second off Lewis. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that Daniel can pull something out in, uh, in practice three. But, uh, yeah, Lewis is certainly quick this weekend. Luke, can you give me a bit of a breakdown as to how, you know, Daniel Ricciardo wins the Grand Prix two uh, Grand yep. Prix ago? How is yep. he a second behind? What is it? Is it the track? Is it the, you know, the way the car is set up? What makes such a yeah. big difference from track to track or from event to event? It's a bit of a mixture of utes. Um, Monza is probably one of the outliers on the calendar. It's a, uh, it's a track mainly made up of straights and small chicanes. So um, it's I'm not going to say it's easier to get on top of. It's just different for him to try and get on top of the car at that circuit because you're only focusing on some straight line braking and, and you're not trying to carry as much speed through the corners. Mm-hmm. You look at Turkey as, as a circuit, you know, some, some of these corners are, have an average speed of over 200 kilometres an hour and they're kind of half off the throttle, half on the brake and there's a little bit of finesse trying to get the car through those types of corners and just maximise the tyre. So I think Lando does a better job of that. He obviously mm-hmm. knows knows the car a lot better than Daniel. And I think when you have these sort of circuits pop up on the calendar, you can it, it shows Daniel's weaknesses. So, uh, yep. so, yeah, he's obviously on top of the car in certain areas, but he's still got some work to do. Hey, uh, Lightning, gee, I felt for Lando Norris in the last Grand Prix. Uh, when the rain came, I, I think there was only four laps left and it was whether to come in and change tyres or not. And suddenly it became an ice skating rink. Mate, I almost cried when I, when I watched that because he, he, he didn't have any other choice, I don't think. And you look at what Hamilton did. He was arguing with his team. He, he didn't actually want to come in. He wanted to make the same call as Lando did. And unfortunately, I mean, I, I've been there in, in wet weather conditions. When when you're there, you're and you're leading the race. You're the pioneer. You're the one mm. making all the decisions. And as soon as someone sees you struggling, they do the opposite, and therefore you're, you're left out on your own. So 
you know, big call for a 21-year-old to, to make. And, uh, you know, if, if it had worked out, he would have looked like a hero. But uh, it didn't work out for him, and that's just the, the beauty of motorsport. One weekend, the team can be completely on top of the world, and the next weekend, you dropped on your head. Um, Lightning, as a as the lead um, athlete in the team, how many people did he make that call over? I'd be interested to know that. Like, if he's obviously the racing athlete, does he have to yeah, overrule, yeah. you know, 15 people to make that call? Oh, it, and and some. You know, the, the race engineer that sits on the wall takes direction from, you know, so like a, a bunch of people at the track, engineers sitting behind the scenes, um, people who are surveying the weather conditions, local crew, and then you've also got simulator crew back at the home base who are who are running a, a race situation at the same time in a in a simulator. So, um, you know, he would have had a lot of people looking at different scenarios for him. But ultimately, you know, he he thought that was the right call from what he was seeing out on track, and so he decided to to go with that. So someone got um, it wrong. Hey, uh, we're talking to Luke King, champion race car driver. We've just seen the best approach shot on the 18th all day. And I've got to say, I think he actually picked his ball up and gave it like a little kiss. I'm sure I saw him move that ball towards his mouth. Uh, wow, what a great approach well, shot. He's about 150 out, knocks it within five, six foot. Amazing shot, mm. then sinks the putt. Easy as you please. Up and down for two. So bit, Turkish bit like Grand Valentino Prix. Rossi when he kisses his bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turkish Grand Prix. I saw Daniel Ricciardo interviewed through the week, Luke, and he believes he can go five seconds faster here around this yep. circuit than what he did 12 months ago. Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, what they've actually done at Turkey, so in 2020, they resurfaced the track about 10 days before the F1 actually got there. And what that does is there's a bunch of oils and everything that come up through the surface when you lay new tarmac down. And it created absolute havoc there in the F1 last year. But the cars had no grip even in the dry. Um, and it was a real mixed bag for, for the teams last year. So that's what I was sort of saying at the start. You know, those, those guys have gone seven seconds faster this year. You know, I think... I think practice one last year, Lewis was doing a, a one minute thirty. This year, he's doing a one twenty three. So, yeah, wow. you know, the, the pace has changed, the setup of the car is changing, and um, when you look at the the practice results, Red Bull are actually struggling a bit here. Um, mm. There, there's such a tight battle for the championship between Lewis and Max, and I think Mercedes have an obvious advantage this weekend. Um, Lewis, Lewis is going to take a, a grid penalty because he's done an engine change um, to try and fix up his reliability for the rest of the year and prepare for, for the next seven races. So um, Lewis is going to have to qualify on pole and then probably start from 10th at best and then come wow. through the field. So it's um, there's, a, there's a lot to watch this weekend and, and plenty going on. So... I think for, for people watching along at, at home, I'd be definitely looking at, at Lewis to see what, what he's going to do in tonight's qualifying. But also the Ferraris this weekend, guys. The the Scarlet cars are, are looking pretty good, and uh, and Leclerc was second in practice last night. Uh, Jess, you've got the next question for Lightning Luke King. Yeah, Lightning Luke. I mean, we've got a little bit of intel from you as well. So we want to hear you were saying the Aussies have been dominating and what other motorsports to be looking for. We've got a lot coming up this weekend and, yeah, just love to hear about how the Aussie guys are going in the domination side. 
Yeah, sure, Jess. So, uh, motorsport this weekend, obviously, we've spoken about the F1 in Turkey. Uh, the World Touring Car Championship is on uh, for its sixth round of the Czech Republic. European TCR is in Barcelona as well, and there's a pretty cool story there uh, where the leader of the European TCR series is also racing in the World Championships in two different countries. So we've got a guy who's going to qualify in the Czech Republic and then fly to Barcelona for a race and then back and forth. So that's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, British touring cars are on at Donington Park and NASCAR is on at Charlotte. And then talking about Aussies overseas, obviously we've got Danny Rick in the F1, but Oscar Piastri is our next big star in F2, who's leading F2 at the moment. Um, hmm. We've spoken about Jack Doohan before in, in F3. Um, he was second this year in Formula 3. Then when you're looking at sort of domestic championships uh, across the world, we've got a few Aussies in British F3 and F4, which is a stepping stone into F1. So young Christian Mansell, who's only 15, won the British F3 championship um, <laughs> last year uh, and is stepping up this year got young Marcus Flack, who's only 14 years old in British F4. Um, and then across the MotoGP, you got Miller, Remy Gardner, Joel Kelso, who's in Moto3, um, all race winners, all championship leaders, Will Power in the IndyCar, Molly Taylor over in Extreme E. So, mate, we are dominating on the, on the world stage at the moment. And I, I put that list together just to kind of map it out in my head but with just so many um, guys and girls overseas that are doing well and it's just awesome to see and uh, just quickly Luke uh, you're going to be back in action in the TCR Australia series at either Sydney's Eastern Creek which uh, you know you've done so many uh, hot laps there and also you've raced yeah. really well there over the years but also you could be at Bathurst in December yeah, correct, mate. Yeah, so uh, TCR trying to finish off our, our final races this year and merging with supercars, which is a, a massive deal. Um, there are a lot of political things going on behind the scenes where the owners of TCR have pretty much bought out supercars. So there's uh, a lot of exciting things to come there. And we're, we're running second in the championship and we, we've got a chance to, to take out the title this year. We don't know whether Chaz is going to be able to run TCR. He may be just focusing on supercars for that weekend. So, uh, yeah, it could be my opportunity to take out uh, the Aussie title in our first year. And then, yeah. who knows, mate, you might see me in World TCR the next year. Yeah, nice, tell you, buddy. that would be incredible. Uh, great to have you on the show, mate. We'll talk soon. Lightning Luke King, the champion race car driver. Uh, by the way, quickly, can I just say, Luke, if they need someone to drive Chaz's car, just let me know, mate. You've got my number. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the weight difference won't count. <laughs> no, no, I'll be right, mate. I'll lose a few kilos if I have to. Uh, I can't wait to see <laughs> Luke King do a shoey when he wins the TCR Australia Series.